Hey folks, what's up? This is Glenn Mann with another episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York, Season 3, Episode 13. Another random thoughts edition of the podcast. Been doing quite a few of these. Uh, might have changed the name of the podcast, who knows. Uh, but it's afternoon, uh, it's a nice day weather-wise here in New York City. The president is visiting some of the storm sites uh, from Hurricane Ida. And so I'm on my second cup of coffee today. Went for a coffee run this morning, which always feels like I always feel like I accomplish something when I go out to get coffee. I, I know I have like low standards when it comes to accomplishments, but I always feel like I did something when I go get coffee. Even though I'm always nervous. Whenever I buy coffee and I buy more than one coffee and you know you have the coffee tray thing, those things make me so nervous. Like I like I I get so much anxiety from the coffee trays, the styrofoam coffee trays. I'm like, doesn't it never feels sturdy enough. I don't know. So there's a lot happening in the world. Uh, obviously you've probably heard the very sad news: the death of Michael K. Williams at the age of 54 years old. Actor, dancer, best known for his work as Omar on the critically acclaimed TV series The Wire. Also on Boardwalk Empire, uh, also recently on Lovecraft Country, all three shows, all three of these being HBO shows. Uh, he's also nominated for an Emmy, which is, a, I think the Emmys are coming up. So this is very sad news. Michael K. Williams was an extraordinary actor, and from all the accounts, an extraordinary human being. He was one of those people that just kind of felt like you knew, even though I never met him. He just felt like someone that I, I knew. He felt like a friend. And he's like a really cool guy. And it's very sad um, to for this loss. Um, like I said, amazing actor, amazing talent. Had a lot more to give uh, to the world. And just it's really unfortunate. And like, you know, his, his, his biggest role was The Wire, the character of Omar. Uh, really uh, an iconic character in an iconic TV series and his other work too he um, mentioned Boardwalk Empire uh, Lovecraft Country which is an amazing show which for some reason uh, was cancelled after one season Uh, but you know amazing show he also uh, another another show he's got a lot of claim for which I never watched uh, called Happen Leonard Uh, but uh he got a lot of he got a lot of rave reviews for that. Uh, he stars in that with James Purifoy, and I do remember him and James Purifoy in another short-lived TV series that aired on NBC called The Philanthropist. So, uh, you know, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, and condolences to to his loved ones, his friends, and his his fans. Uh, people are very hurt by this loss. So I was just reading an article. About jazz. I know some people just probably cut it off. Some jazz can be very polarizing to some people. Some people well, some people can are indifferent to it. Some people are like, uh and some people absolutely love jazz. Jazz is a great form, great medium, a great form of music, um, one of the great foundations of American music. And um it's so this article is about free jazz. Now free jazz I mentioned jazz itself sometimes being polarizing. Free jazz is really polarizing, right? Because it was avant-garde. It was straight from the norm of what jazz usually sounded like. And sometimes, you know, people hated it. 
people people say it was it wasn't music. Uh, but uh, these artists uh, really um, took expression to another level, which is only thing you can really. Uh, it's the, it's the thing you look for in artists. You look for artists to take things to another level. It may not be a level that you're comfortable with or a level that you like, but that's what you expect from artists. That's what you need from artists. That's what I should be saying. That's what you need from artists. That kind of uh, sort of. Uh, liberation from the norm from the status quo so uh, kids are here in New York are going back to school I think tomorrow I'm not sure I know some no I know like private school and Catholic school kids I think are are back in school today I think but kids are going back to school and uh, you know so that's what's happening it's Rosh Hashanah uh, so uh, Shana Tova to anyone who's listening who's observing and celebrating uh, the Jewish New Year and let's see what else is happening uh, in the world today Uh, yeah I was reading what was I see if this was a professional podcast I would have the information in front of me there's something I wanted to share that I completely forgot and I didn't mark it down anywhere so now I'm like kind of like it it was a it was a local news story, so it was something New York centric, of course. So let's go back to something else. I mentioned crime in another podcast episode. They say crime is, shootings went down in New York, which is always a good thing, right? There's been some back and forth. People saying that the courts were closed and everything like that. So hopefully that is stabilizing here in New York City. I was recently watching a real estate video. I love real estate videos. Once upon a time, I used to work in real estate. Very shortly, very briefly, without much success. But I did work in real estate. And actually, I actually love real estate. I just, uh, I love, I love places. I love apartments and buildings and stuff like that here in New York. So I was watching a real estate video. And it, even being a New Yorker, it still shocks me sometimes. The prices I see on places where you're like... Wow, this is like five thousand dollars a month, but it's a closet. It it just it just it just blows your mind. I don't think I can ever get used to real estate prices. Like even if I some even if I won the Mega Millions or the Powerball and was worth like half a billion dollars tomorrow, I still would be like these New York prices are too damn high. I mean, I probably would still buy an expensive place because you know I'm rich now. But still, I still will complain about the price, though. Because that's how this uh, absurd New York City real estate uh, can be. And it, 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 it's, it's, it feels like an age-old sort of statement. Because I've been hearing this since I was a kid. And people probably saying it before I was even born. But, yeah, it is really crazy. The hoops that people have to do to find a decent place to live in a decent neighborhood. Now, see, if I was mayor, I have some simple rules for every neighborhood. To me, every neighborhood has to have a coffee shop, a cafe, a place where you can go relax, have a cup of coffee, a cappuccino, a latte, maybe do some work, work on your screenplay, eat some scones and croissants. To me, every neighborhood should have that. And many neighborhoods do, but you'd be surprised how many neighborhoods in New York don't have a nice coffee shop for people to go sit down. Especially 
uh, lower income poor neighborhoods and people in lower income poor neighborhoods guess what they love coffee too they would like to sit down and, and read a newspaper or do some writing or do some work but usually they don't have access to those places because they're not in their neighborhoods so if i was mayor we got some we got we having mandatory uh coffee shop cafes and places also we're, we're going to make it mandatory you got to have a nice like little bistro in your neighborhood that you can go have a nice little romantic dinner this would be in the law. This is what I would do if I was mayor. Also, a nice little Italian place, a wine bar, a tapas place, tapas bar. You know, just some places. I think these are central New York places that in too many New York neighborhoods, you either don't have it at all or it's like you, you gotta, it's, it's nearby, but it's not close enough. It's like you still gotta travel some distance to it. So, if I was mayor, these would, these would be my priorities. Now, because of those are my priorities, that's probably why I would never be mayor. But still, this this is what I'm, this is what I'm after. This is what, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I think everyone uh, should have in their neighborhood. I think every New Yorker deserves access to nice French bistros and uh, wine bars. And I think this is an essential New York right. So. On that note, these are some some thoughts, some serious, some silly, I want to share with you. So, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man. Glenn with two ends, Price Man with two ends. Also, if you want to email me, podcast at manglenn.com. You know the deal, man with two ends, Glenn with two ends, blah, 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 blah. And if you would like to buy this podcast host another cup of coffee and some more donuts, you can find me on Venmo with the handle at Man and Glenn. And you know that it's Man with Two Ends, Glenn with Two Ends. Thank you for listening. Glenn is talking. Man from New York. Random thoughts. Take care of yourself.